I'm Toby Wilmot. Welcome to my podcast. Hello and welcome to the third instalment of Things I Said I Will Never Do That I Have Now Done. This is a representation of an old series I did on an ancient blog that I once wrote and I really wanted to share it again so I'm doing it as a podcast. So it's got two more to go. Um, this one is called Things I Said I Will Never Do That I Have Now Done. Order a Vegetarian Pizza. Today's post is about the first time that I ordered a pizza and nobody had to die. I have discovered an excellent way to avoid the agonising perusal of restaurant menus. It is easy to decide what to order by using three simple criteria. These are the same criteria which all men use when choosing their food. 1. Chips 2. Net weight 3. Species variation Ladies, if a man seems to have any other impressive means of deciding what to eat, then you should take note. He has other plans. Throughout my teenage years, it was a matter of course I would attempt to include meat into every mealtime, and it was a matter of pride to denounce vegetarians as Nazi boys. Throughout that time, I took many loud oaths, proclaiming that I would never order a meal which doesn't contain meat. You see, this was so I could impress girls. Then, many years later, I actually impressed a girl. It was two days before our wedding, and Jess and I had decided to go out for pizza to escape the chaos. It was on this occasion that I decided to take a leisurely look through the menu, and then I saw it. Artichokes and goat's cheese. I looked closer at the ingredients list. Suitable for vegetarians. I moved on. Soon I realised I had a problem. I was looking at the meat feast, but I couldn't stop thinking about the other pizza. I felt guilty. I'd barely even sniffed an artichoke before, but for some reason I wanted that pizza. Perhaps it was because I had successfully convinced a beautiful woman to to become my wife, and as a result I knew subconsciously that there was no need for flashy meat oaths. I had a choice to make. I believe that this choice was not so much about pride or animal rights as it was about growing up. As you get older, the world doesn't get smaller, it just gets bigger. And instead of learning more, you find out that you know less, and sometimes you choose the vegetarian option. Discovering that you're growing up can be distressing. If you're worried that you also might be growing up, here are some of the symptoms to watch out for. 1. Hair where there wasn't hair before. 2. Emotional excitement when buying utensils. 3. Radio 2. 4. Werther's Originals. 5. Death. If you learn to accept it, growing up can be fun. That pizza was everything I wanted at the time. It was rich, creamy and flavoursome and it opened my mind. Come to think of it, what made the pizza especially delicious was a vegetable similar to artichokes called anchovies. God bless the ground they grew in. So we're going to come into the end of our journey through my old blog post now with the very first one I ever wrote, which was called Things I Said I Would Never Do That I've Now Done. Watch Alias. I can remember seeing adverts for Alias pumped into Sky One ad breaks when I was 15. From these I gleaned that the show involved wigs, drama and Jennifer Garner. Not a good combination. My TV seemed desperate to get me to watch and I vowed that I never would. You see, as a writer I am fascinated by narrative. 
there is a certain formula to good storytelling, and it is a pattern seen in stories throughout history. But fortunately, popular culture boiled down story structure to the point where the shows in themselves become formulas. Alias was just another example. Then, many years later, I got a girlfriend. It was thanks to this blossoming relationship that I found myself in possession of a box set of the first four seasons of Alias. At first I refused to watch it, mostly out of pride because of my vow, but also because it genuinely looked like a really bad show. Alias begins as an episodic thriller about double agents, but as the series goes on an overarching narrative becomes apparent in which each ridiculous twist is only a stepping stone set in place to lead to a further twist. I'm fairly sure the writers just made it up as they went along and then in the final series chose their favourite MacGuffin to mould into the finale. But I learned to enjoy it, even to love it. For the sake of my relationship, I switched off the pompous critic in my brain and soon enough I found myself screaming at the twist, laughing at the in-jokes and even watching the special features disc. There were certainly rewards in watching it. The will-they-won't-they sexual tension of series 1 was a lot of fun and the twist at the end of series 2 can only appropriately described using the acronym OMGWTF. It took Jess and I two years to get through it and it was good. Here are some of the things I've learned as I watched all five seasons. 1. If you meet Jennifer Garner in a corridor, no matter how well prepared you are, you will be kicked in the face. 2. Never go into an underground car park alone, you will get kidnapped every time. 3. If you want to go to a nightclub in disguise, the suit you wear to work should do fine. Another important thing to note is this. If any character dies in Alias, no matter how they die, they probably aren't dead, even if you see them die on screen. Even if your wife, who has already seen every episode, cries her face off when they die, they still probably aren't dead. Come to think of it, another thing I ended up watching, which I swore I'd never watch, is Nanny McPhee, but I do not want to talk about it. So there we have it, we've just made our way all the way through the uh, six blog posts from things I said I will never do that I have now done. Thank you so much for joining me, that was a lot of fun and it brought back a lot of memories. 